2: Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com, and when it comes to cheating in video games, the industry is like the bloody Wild West. From online hackers looking to massage their own egos by aimbotting their way straight to hell, to developers trying to nickel and dime early investors by scooping up a ton of cash and delivering a hot steam early access mess right on their laps, cheaters do indeed seem to prosper right here. However, that's not always a bad thing as some cheats are included by the developers in order to just blow off steam or to upend their carefully constructed worlds in weird and wonderful ways. Yet, the cheats that we're looking at today kind of fall somewhere in between these two poles, as they were codes intended to break the games in half, but were upended by the devs themselves and turned into mocking moments for the player. That's right, the devs knew that you were going to try and cheat in these titles, and as such, put in little countermeasures to make you feel small or leave you with nothing at all. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 8 more Video games that knew you tried to cheat. Number eight, literal cheesing. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Now, while Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped might be on the easier side of the scale when it comes to Crash Bandicoot titles, when the opportunity to take the path of least resistance to victory comes to players, well, many of them are going to put their feet up and enjoy the ride. Such was the case of the Tiny Tiger boss battle, which took place in a gladiatorial arena in the first hub zone. Tiny would leap around after Crash and then would send his trained lions to finish the job. Yet it wasn't long before fans of the original game found that if you stood at the very top of the arena, the lions would actually just pass right through you, mitigating the need to try and dodge around them. It wasn't a tricky piece of cheesing, but it was a simple and effective one. Plus, it even worked in the Insane Trilogy collection, albeit with a slight twist. Here, because the devs knew you tried try this method at some point, programmed in a feature that sees the crowd throw pieces of cheese at you while you're standing in the corner. It's hilarious, and a slight dig for your stinky fromage levels of getting By this boss without getting turned into Swiss. Number seven, Tax Collector. Papers, please. So in case you've been living under a cold, Soviet-inspired rock, Papers, Please is the smash-hit indie game that makes depressing chore work surprisingly fun. As a border control inspector, your job is to make sure only those authorised are able to cross the line to the other side, and make sure that you follow the rules no matter how conflicting, confusing, and ever-changing they may be. In short, it's a game about doing your job and being punished heavily for not following orders, which of course meant that people instantly sought out ways to cheat the system for a better outcome outcome. Money, for example, is very hard to come by in this game, with even simple mistakes seeing you find heavily which can lead to you having no food, medicine, or heat for your family. Still, using a game engine to cheat your way to riches was clearly thought of by the developer Lucas Pope, as if all of your ill-gotten gains reach a certain limit, the friendly tax collector will arrive to take all your money, not just a fraction, but all of your wealth, likely putting you in a worse position than ever before. Glory to indeed. 6. Roasted Like Tom Brady. South Park The Fractured Butthole. It would be wrong to call the South Park RPGs love letters to their source material, as these are more like full on romance novels complete with smeared lipstick kiss marks. Everywhere you look, homages, nods, and winks to the show's wider universe are plastered all over the walls. And when the games look this good and play this well, it's hard not to fall in love with them. Plus, they're frequently hilarious, even when they're chewing you out for cheating. You see, early on in the butthole, you're tasked with finding a passcode to enter Cartman's basement HQ. Now, if you've already played through the game, you might just be tempted to go and input the code that you remember. Yet, if you do, Cartman will appear decked out in NFL gear to absolutely roast you. Calling you Tom Brady, Cartman asks if you're happy to cheat your way to victory and notes how you're a piece of trash for doing so. And repeated entries of the code get different remarks, making for a weird scenario where you actually feel rewarded for trying to cheat.
0: You broke the rules me me
2: Number 5. Branded as a Thief – The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening When it comes to getting one over on your fellow man, stealing is as good as cheating, as you're nabbing something that's not yours and and trying to operate outside of the capitalist machine of buy your own stuff. What would Andrew Ryan say, eh? Now be a good little consumer and put it back. After all, you wouldn't want to be branded as a thief, now would you? This is exactly the situation that sticky-fingered felons will find themselves in should they try and swipe something from the shopkeeper in Link's Awakening. If you were to lift an item and carry it out of the shop with you, the game will make a note of your ill-gotten gains, and from this point on, will brand you as a thief. Everyone you meet will greet you as thief, and your shame will grow and grow with each encounter. However, maybe we should try again. After all, we got this item for free, and in for a penny, in for a pound and all of that, let's rob this joint. However, that's exactly what Nintendo saw coming, as should you step foot inside the shop once more, the owner will literally electrocute you to death ouch. Number 4. The Serious Room – The Stanley Parable The Stanley Parable is not a title that does things by half-measures, I think that that can be said with absolute certainty, and even when dealing with cheaters, Galactic Cafe truly went above and beyond. As this title is almost self-aware enough to vote, of course when it came to cheaters, things were dialled up to the extreme, because if you were to use a server cheat system on the PC version, you'd be taken to The Serious Room. Here the narrator would lecture you at great length about the evils of cheating, how you'll never grow as a person for taking the easy road in life. There's no escape from this serious room, and as such, the only way out is to restart the experience. Or, if you're tempted to call the game's bluff, you could try cheating again. But this would actually end with you being teleported to an even more serious room, complete with an even more serious lecture. Are we not in the serious room this very moment? It's actually hilarious at the length the devs went to here, as not only did they anticipate cheaters, but they also knew you tried to cheat more to see what else they had in store. Number three, doom cheats don't work here. Heretic. Sometimes video game cheats become as iconic, if not more so, than the game they're actually from. In fact, in cases like the Konami code, it's pretty. Much become a cultural milestone that permeates the entire industry. As such, many titles that came after Contra also included the Konami code in their titles, which would usually reward the player in different ways. Yet sometimes developers seek only to punish those that cheat, especially those that think that old codes would unlock cool new features in new games. And there's no better example of this than in Heretic, a game that was published by the creators of the Outstanding Doom franchise. Now, should you try to use Doom codes in order to unlock God Mode or gain access to all of the weapons in the game, you'd find the exact opposite things happening to you, with your character being insta-killed and all of your weapons being taken away by the wooden staff respectively. These humorous but rather deadly moments were clearly the devs having a laugh at those thinking that they could use the past to help them cheat their way into a better future. How wrong we were. Number two, the Bovine Defense Force, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Remember, kids, cheating is only cheating once you've been caught. Now, this was most definitely the lesson being taught in The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt thanks to the 1.05 patch for the game, as this was the moment that the CD Projekt Red took a look at how some players were gathering crowns very early on in the game and deemed it to be illegal. Now, some of you might have seen the exploit of killing cows in White Orchard, meditating until they'd respawned and then killing them again to steal their hides and then sell them for huge profit is a bit of harmless fun. But the devs? Well, they were the ones having the last laugh here, with their implementation of the Bovine Defence Force. Should a player head to White Orchard, crack their knuckles, and make some terrible joke about milking some money out of this game, after killing six cows, a level 27 Chort would spawn in and relentlessly destroy them. That'll teach you for trying to cheat your way to easy riches, right? Oh, what do you mean that some players just farm the Chorts that endlessly respawn for even greater Money. Oh, for God's sake! And number one, fake endings. Final fight. While not being the hardest side-scrolling beat-em-up out there, Final Fight sure did know when to apply the thumbscrews to players in an attempt to suck some continues out of their stock. With enemies flooding the screen at short notice, bosses that tank multiple hits, and of course, everyone's favourite, knockback that can send you into stage hazards, it might be tempting to look up and then switch on something like an infinite lives cheat or damage buff. However, if you did, then the designer of this game, Richard Applin, would have a few choice words for you, and trust me, they were pretty wild. Applin decided that rather than punish the player for their cheating ways that he'd simply just change the entire ending for each of the central cast to hilarious, cruel, and pretty dark scenarios. Upon reaching the end of the game, you're presented with ending cards that inform you how each character ended up dying in horrible ways. But the worst slash best, depending on your outlook, is Hagars, who once fired from his mayoral job for his cocaine habit, got up to a bit of sheep molesting, and then died thanks to a disease that he picked up from a dirty telephone.